there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this 2J pod of Born to be a Star. Today is Tuesday, another Tuesday, another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. For you to say to yourself, good morning, good afternoon, and good day, mate, ma'am, or sir, or girl, or whatever, I don't know, whatever your lingo is. I like to kind of talk like I'm a pirate, but I also like to talk British, and I also just like to have fun. I like to say bro, bruh, bray, and I, and I like to just vibe well. That's my go-to, and whatever your go-to may be, I hope you have fun doing that too. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to live unapologetically and love unapologetically. The mantra of the day starts by saying to yourself, yes, I can. The first thing you can and should be able to do is look at your reflection in the mirror and say, I can have a good day. Following saying to yourself, you can have a good day. You should also say to yourself, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to accomplish that today. Maybe you want to change your hair color. Maybe you want to change your nail color. Maybe you want to change the color of your car or you are tired of renting and you're finally ready to buy. Maybe you're sick of ordering meal preps and you want to make your own. Or maybe you're tired of meal prepping and you want to buy a meal prep instead. Whatever the case may be, whatever the situation might be, understand that the response is and should be, yes, we can, right? Sometimes you're going to want to move. Sometimes you're going to get tired of the state you live in. You want to move to a different state. Sometimes you are going to feel like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. But the only way you're going to get through it is by being prepared to get through it. That is the only way, right? You can decide that you want to change your color. You want to switch from lemonade to iced tea. Or you want to switch from iced tea to lemonade. You want to go from water to soda. Or you want to switch from coffee to tea. Regardless of the situation, you should be saying to yourself, yes, I can. You can also say, yes, you can, to learning how to sew, knit, play a video game, code, write your own book, start a new book reading team or a book collection, or you want to collect ornaments, or you want to collect coins, or you want to collect $2 bills. Regardless of the situation, maybe you even want to collect shoes like me and you have an addiction to pocketbooks like I do. Regardless of the situation, you should be saying to yourself, yes, I can, yes, we can get through anything. Following the yes, we can is the never give up. Life is not always easy. Typically, it is going to be hard. But you know, the only way you're going to get through the uneasiness and the uncomfortable situation is by saying to yourself, I'm never going to give up. Somebody you love might get cancer. Somebody you love might die. It was a really rough year in 2023 for me. Not only did I lose an aunt, but I also lost a cousin. And that was difficult. And, like, there really wasn't time for me to, like, seriously be able to understand what was lost. It, it was a, an environment that really did create a, a loss that is never going to be fixed. Right? And it's sad. But death isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes death is an amazing, beautiful thing because I don't know about you, but I know that when you die, you're not dead. Your soul goes to heaven with Jesus Christ and that that is the biggest gift of all, being able to be with him up there in heaven in the in the land of lands above us. And honestly, never give up means you understand that even if somebody you love is sick or has something wrong, You can't give up on them and you have to hold through 
and you have to be there for them and you have to be their backup. Honestly, sometimes that's not easy and mostly most of the time that is difficult, but we have to try. Following the never give up and all these things is the why not today. Because the idea of why not today is stop putting things off to the last minute and stop putting things in the back burner. Procrastination and indecisiveness is no one's friend. It's not going to help you make any decisions and accomplish anything. Constantly saying you're going to get to something at a later time doesn't mean you're going to. That's just you saying that out loud. Getting something to a later time means you're going to do it, right? If the AC doesn't work, if your dishwasher doesn't work, if there's something wrong with your car, if there's something wrong with your keys, if there's something wrong with your closet door not opening correctly or the toilet isn't flushing correctly in one of your bathrooms or your sink is not operating correctly or the refrigerator isn't correctly keeping things cold. If you don't fix those things, they're going to break. So honestly, outside of making decisions, we cannot put our life on a back burner and not fix problems. That doesn't help anything. Following the mantra of the day, let us get to the headlines of the day. The headlines of the day are... Texas put up a wire, and I'm supporting them. The Biden administration told them they had to take it down and that they were going to rip down the wire, but they're saying they're not going to do it. And, you know, Texas shouldn't do it. I think that it's really sad that the House is going to be voting on a standalone Israel aid bill. But I don't think we should continue to spend money on Ukraine. I don't think that Mitch McConnell should partner with Chuck Schumer to create some shitty policies that they don't want people to actually read and sign off on. I think they're out of their fucking minds. And I think it's up to the speaker, Mike Johnson, to not allow the Republicans to sign off on any of this bullshit. And for any Republicans, any Democrats that are saying, why won't they sign this? They're holding up everything. I think they're full of shit. And I think they're lying and they're in denial. This pol- these policies, these talking points for whatever's happening is bullshit. And they need to stop. The green lie, which is run by a bunch of private jet flying lunatics, right? One of their names is a failed presidential runner called John. His last name, I'm going to keep out of this. I will tell you that he rides around in his wife's private plane and he tries to claim how he's not who he is. Not just him, but all of them lie and pretend and act as if they are doing something to help the people when in fact they are destroying it. It is about goddamn time we don't get these motherfuckers a way out. The green lie is that we are eating too much meat. We are using too much 
energy. We shouldn't have gas-fueled vehicles, and we can't dig for oil in the ground in the United States of America and in other countries because that's a detriment to the environment. But let me tell you some information that I just discovered through research because you know I like researching things. And, well, I basically have to because I do a podcast. It turns out that electric vehicles are worse for the environment than gas vehicles. It turns out that all of these And yeah, just there's a lot going on and clearly we got to be more aware of everything, which leads me to the top of the conversation. Can we trust Joe Rogan? We're moving into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, still out of us, still out of us anyway. Can we trust Joe Rogan? I don't know. Part of me wants to believe that if he is not really a Democrat and he's just somebody that has an opinion, but he doesn't have a side, I say we give him a shot. But I don't know. Question mark. Can we trust these people? Not really, because look how they turn on Elon Musk. They're all on the side of Elon Musk when he doesn't have a side and he doesn't believe in freedom and he he doesn't want to make X something that it should be right for everybody to have freedom of speech. They're all on a side of taking away your ability to say something because they don't like it. But the moment that you're given the freedom that you have because you are free, they want to react to it. That's tacky. That's bad for business, and I'm not going to lie about it. But okay. The green lie, and anybody that's willing to support who I just told you about, John, is insane. Joe Rogan appears to sort of be like Dana from UFC and appears to have his own mind and his own opinion, so I'm willing to give him a try. We're going to talk about him more tomorrow, and I'm going to go into like a deep, deep review of that. But I just wanted to ask you that question to see what you thought. Supporting the... That debate bill needs to get replaced. Anybody that's on the Republican side that's saying that we need to support that Biden bill, that get out of jail free card that they're trying to play fake monopoly with, needs to get punched in the face. We have a border crisis in the United States of America, and there's border. There's no other kind of border crisis like this around the world, but in the United States of America. And so when I hear these politicians act like we need to give money to Ukraine, I'm just wondering, what happened to all the other money that went to Ukraine? How much money are we going to give to Ukraine? Why is it only the United States of America's problem to support them? What about all these other countries that aren't giving them what they're supposed to give to them? Why is every time there's a problem in the world, the United States of America is supposed to fix it? I don't think so. I think that it's time for us to step up and say, Two things. Fuck you. If you want to be involved in all these wars and like we talked about the other day, 
I think it was Monday. If you, or Tuesday, or maybe it was Friday, I don't know. If you want to be involved in all these wars, and you want to be a person that wants to continuously talk about these things over and over and over again, it's great. But that doesn't mean we have to. It doesn't. This bill that they're trying to pass in the Senate is a joke. And the idea that... Um, we were given a Wednesday to read it. It's hilarious. Schumer knows exactly what he's doing. And so does Mitch. And you know what we need to do? Call them the fuck out on this. Further right, that's where I'm going. I want to be on the right, which is the right side of everything. And I want to be on the furthest right side of everything. Because our freedom matters more than anything else. People not telling you how to eat, breathe, sleep, have sex, pick out what food you want to eat, and how to shop in a store matters more than anything. That's what the fuck I'm saying, right? I don't want you telling me what dog food to buy. I don't want you in my business. I don't want the government in my bed with my husband, right? I don't want that. I don't like that. I don't think anybody should tell anybody what to do with their kids. And the idea that Joe Biden and a bunch of other Democrats said that the children in the education system are our kids are out of their goddamn minds. I'm just going to say that. Whatever Republican wants to support this bill probably needs to get removed from being on the Republican side. I'm further right because right is the only way. And I have a family. I have a husband. I have brothers. I have a mom. I have a dad. I have aunts. I have uncles. I have cousins. I have sisters. I have family. And my family depends on a government that's going to be on their side. And currently, they're not. Standing up for America means saying things that people aren't going to like. Means you're going to say the Star Spangled Banner. Means you are going to say I pledge allegiance to the flag. Means you're going to be that person. That's what it means. And if if we don't project that energy and that belief very early on, if we give way to these crooks and these liars, we're going to lose all the values and all the great representation of what America actually is. I am not going to be silent and I'm not going to represent my country. I love red, white, and blue. I love recognizing the amazingness of our country, our history, and where we've come from. I love the idea of Black History Month because like I said yesterday and the day before, I like giving a voice to those in history that fought for black Americans, right? Because black Americans were one of the first nationalities that were in this country. They are the ones that built the country. Of course, it started off through slavery, but that doesn't mean it didn't end. I think that we have to be responsible here. So the idea is that we remember the importance. Whatever country you're from, whatever nationality you are, you don't go. You, people don't come into your country and try to change everything and erase the identity of the country. But that's what people do in America. And I talk about America a lot because I live here and I'm American. Right. And, I, and I've, I've already told you I love Italy. I've already told you the places that I do love. Right. That at some point I want to retire in Italy. 
and I do, and I mean it, I mean it when I say it. But I'm also saying that it can't be this way. Americans have to fight for America, and it's not going to be pretty, and it's not going to be nice. And we're going to say things you don't like, and we're going to have opinions that maybe not everyone agrees with. The idea of free everything does not work. The taxation crap that they created in the history of the United States of America only benefits one person, only one people, the elite. It doesn't benefit the middle class. It benefits two people, the top and the bottom, but it doesn't it doesn't help the middle because we're the working part of the the economy. We're the people that hold up everything. So when I hear people insult the one percent, the rich, the middle, it just infuriates me. And it just makes me feel like, do you not understand how this shit works? How are you complaining about me going to work and you're sitting on your ass all day and you're not doing anything? Why should you get any handout? Like having a house isn't a right. If you want to survive, you got to figure out how to eat. This is reality. There are no handouts. You, you're you not going to be given good things. If, like, dude, if you want an amazing life and you want to give your children an amazing life, you're going to have to work really hard for that. That isn't something that's just going to pat you on the back and say, here I am, take me. No, if, if you want to have an amazing life, you're going to have to really work hard for it. And that's it. There, there is no other conversation. Making America, holding America up for what it is, means you're going to have to be that person. And I stand for America. They created the border issue and they keep pretending like the issue doesn't exist. But I don't think Biden's going to win this one. And the more he continues to pretend like Mayorkas is doing something and like they're not willingly allowing all these illegal people to come in, even from Russia, into the United States of America and claim that they need help is bullshit. Because you know what I can't do? I can't decide I want to go to Russia without a passport, without identification and walk into that country illegally without getting shot in the fucking head. So if I can't do that there, why do they get to come here and do that here? question you don't think i'll get shot in the head they're gonna put me in some sort of jail can i just walk into russia without any identification i think there's more eloquent ways to say that okay there's more eloquent ways to say it if i go into a country illegally it is likely that i'm not just going to be able to saunder around the country and partake in activities without being arrested That is likely what's going to happen. I'm going to be arrested and likely put into a jail. Maybe not shot in the head, but maybe injured, depending on where it happens, what time it happens, or the the laws that the country follows. They're not going to welcome me in if I'm not following the law. So if that's the case in these other countries, why is it that in America, we willingly allow people that are not helping our country succeed, come in and relish in all the benefits? It's starting to really seriously fucking irritate me. I get up every day and I go to work every day. I've worked since I was 12. No one has given me anything outside of my mom and my family. 
outside of that, I don't really understand this system. The government doesn't seem to be working on the behalf of the people of this country, and they seem to want to punish all of us, which is crazy. The IRS will send you a letter in the mail and contact you directly if they see something's wrong. But if they mess up and they take your taxes, if they mess up and they do something wrong, you will never be able to get in contact with them. And that's how the government works here. So they're going to let all these people come into this country illegally and they're going to blame it on Donald Trump. But in the end here, it's not his fault. They did this. And there's nowhere they can hide because Americans can see America turn into another hellhole. There are no borders here. No one's safe. People are being robbed and murdered. Some guy that was on the Trump team got killed and murdered. His car got hijacked and they killed him. And, And that happened in Washington today or yesterday. I'm sorry. I think it was Sunday. He died. And they probably won't talk about that on the news. People are being killed and murdered for no reason. Walgreens are leaving major cities and bad shit's happening everywhere. And the majority of the bad shit happening is because we're allowing people to come into our country. They're not being checked. They're not being vetted. No one knows who the fuck they are. And they get to just walk in here and do whatever the fuck they want. It's a free for all. There's going to be consequences here. Are we not remembering 9-11? That horrible, horrible day. Are we really seriously pretending like 9-11 isn't real? I don't know. Moving on from politics, thanks for tuning in to No Media Loud. Let's get to the main part of the conversation. What books are we reading? So there's a new book on my book club that I haven't started reading yet, but I want to get into it. Um, let me tell you what it is. So, let me tell you. I'm trying to find it and I'm failing at life. Give me a minute so I can figure out the book clubs that I'm in.
so I read this one book called Anna O that was very interesting and I finished it last week before the deadline was over and I was really intrigued by it. It was definitely a mystery that I didn't see coming. I thought, shut up, Skip. They don't want you to hear that. Some kids might be listening to this podcast. Books don't suck. They're great. He's an idiot. I love him, but he's an idiot. Honestly, like, it was, I didn't see the ending coming. Like, and I'm mad. You know how you read a book and you get to the end and you're like, damn, I didn't see that. That's exactly what it felt like. It felt like, how did I not see that? It just made me feel like, how don't I know what's happening here? So the next book that we're reading is Say You'll Be Mine. I think it's like a love book. I'm going to try it and see if I like it. But I don't know. That's my main book club. That's the book that's out. We'll see if it's good. It looks like it's a love book, but I don't know. The other book that I have in my Things That Go Bump in the Night mystery book club that we're reading is All Good People Here. That's due by March 1st. Uh, That's another book I'm going to have to read. Uh, Hopefully it's horror. I'm hoping it is. Um, The Ron Con book series or the sci-fi book fantasy series that I'm a part of that club. The book that they're reading is called The Mountain in the Sea. That looks pretty good. We'll see what that's about. Clearly, I have a lot of books I need to read here. And uh, the rom-com book is... That will say you'll be mine. One of the book clubs has the same book, which is very weird, but okay. Um, That's very intriguing. Typically, they have different books for all of the book clubs. But for one of them, it's the same book. That makes my life easier. So that means I can read one book for two clubs. Thank God. Uh, Definitely can't wait to get that started. Um, Hopefully, the book's good, though. Sometimes you can look at the cover of a book and then decide if you like it or not. Finally, there's the business book club that I'm on that I really like. I'm also on, you know, the Lord of the Ring book clubs, but they don't really seem to change the books on that. Let me see. It still says, finish this book by April 2nd, 2023. 
and it's 2024. So I'm assuming that person doesn't update the books on that one. The Business and Gro uh, Growth Book Club I'm on, I think I want to read this book called Million Dollar Weekend. Uh, it looks pretty entertaining. I'll try it. So I've got like three to four books that I'm read that I need to start reading at this point. The month just started a couple of days ago, and hopefully I can get through them. I try to listen to the books by reading Audible, by using Audible, and I also use um, what's the other one? Uh, audiobook and Kindle. I typically don't get books anymore. I typically either go audio or kindle because i can read it directly on my phone or i can order it I don't know. I'm going to try it and see what happens. Moving on from the books, what books are you reading right now? I also think I want to start reading Stephen King. Or, uh, not Stephen King. Because he gets on my nerves on Twitter. But, um, I want to start really getting into mysteries. I just don't have time to go to libraries. So I really think I'm just going to start looking, listening to Audible books. Because I find that far easier and I can read them in like two days. Because they're like 11 hours and it's easier to listen to them than read them. We'll see what happens. Um, any Anyone should know that it's important to trust who you love. If you're going to be in a relationship that's actually going to succeed and conquer, you can't be with somebody that you don't trust. That's, that just doesn't work. If it's not broken, why fix it? Why do people constantly want to fix things and like erase things and redo things and remake over everything and and make movies again now that were made before and and redo things if it's not broken, right? If if there's nothing wrong with it, why are we continuously trying to fix things that don't need to be fixed? I think that's a detriment to a lot of industries and I think that that is also a detriment to a lot of people as well. Honestly. It has to be more than just, I'm in a relationship and this is great. If you don't have any stability, you don't have any growth, you're not learning, you're not prospering, it's not going to get better. You have to have depth. You have to have a lot of things and if you don't if that's not there if that's not what it's originally built off of there's not going to be success and I think that we gotta stop believing that things that we don't like need to be fixed I'll tell you I have a hard time just leaving things alone not wanting to always 
see or ask, am I doing this okay? Am I okay? Not feeling like I constantly don't need to do that. I think that I have become that person that keeps asking those questions because of bad experiences that I've had in my life with horrible managers and just bad experiences, right? I told you my story about going into education and how that failed and how I got out of that. And I've told you many examples of many things. But I think a detriment of mine that, I, that I've learned to eliminate is definitely understanding that some things don't need to be fixed and sometimes it's okay to leave things alone. How allergies can hurt your eyes? I don't know, but my eye doctor said I have eye allergies and I have to take some stupid drops for them because when I scratch my eyes, I irritate my corneas. And in order for me to stop irritating my corneas, I have to take this eye drop. Now, I have horrible allergies all, all throughout the year. And I feel like it's really horrible because I never get a day off. Even in the wintertime, I have allergies. And I know you might be thinking, how? Trust me, they're there. And I don't really have an answer for how. I just know I have them. But a great way to avoid them is to get drops for allergies so that you don't scratch them because you do not want to injure your corneas. Be careful with your eyes. That's how we all see. When we need to go to our doctor visit, sometimes it's difficult. So sometimes you have to call your doctor's office every week to try to get an appointment. And I definitely recommend that. Like right now, I have a uh, my primary care physician appointment in April, and it's at 12 o'clock. And I don't know how that's going to work out because I'm probably not going to be able to do that. So I'm, I'm going to have to call every day up until I get closer to that point to try to find a new appointment. Moving on from trying to make an appointment at the doctor's, it's important that we go to the dentist every couple of weeks. We make a yearly appointment to our primary care physician. If you're a woman, you need to make yearly appointments to your OBGYN and your Honestly, don't get too caught up with the doctors. Just understand the importance that you need to go to them. Don't let them tell you you need to take 5 million fucking blood tests. Or don't let your doctor convince you to take COVID if you don't want to do it. Just make sure you do whatever makes you happy. Moving on from that conversation, which is the main part of the conversation, to watching things. I started watching this show on Hallmark. You know I like watching Hallmark primarily for Murder, She Wrote because I'm addicted to that. But I started watching this detective show called Carter. It's pretty good. I watched the second season of it on Saturday and I pretty much liked it. And I'm pretty much excited to see what happens with the new season of that. Beekeeper 
Uh, that's the movie that Mia skipped watched. It had, um, what is his name? Um, it had an actor that my husband, like, basically loves. He's a British actor. Babe, what's the dude's name from Beekeeper? What's the main character's name from Beekeeper? Jason Statham. So my husband's obsessed. Lately, me and Skip have been watching um, replays of South Park. That's been the main go-to show in the house right now. I can't stop laughing. I love South Park. I have been watching that show for a very, very, very long time. So re-watching episodes or watching episodes we haven't necessarily seen yet is very entertaining for me. And I love it. That show's just absolutely hilarious. And I feel like every season it gets better. Hell's Kitchen. I'm on the last couple of episodes of this last season. I don't know who's going to win. I feel like the people that they picked for the, the Hell's Kitchen, two chefs that are running against each other, are iffy, and I don't really know how this is going to end, but we'll find out. New season of Kitchen Nightmares. Is that coming back? I want it to. I watched the last season of Kitchen Nightmares. That was from 23. It was pretty entertaining to watch like the, the, the restaurants after COVID to see what they're dealing with. It's the same situation, just a different day with people being lazy, not wanting to order food correctly, not wanting to run their business the way it should be run. And then when you do that, that causes a detriment and that's bad for business. It's very interesting to watch these businesses try to attract customers in 2024. So I can't wait to see the newest season of that. I did start watching Next Level Chef. There's only two episodes out right now, and I got all caught up on that. Clearly, you can tell, and I'm, I'm obsessed with Gordon Ramsay. I have watched all his shows multiple times, and I even watched Kitchen Nightmares from the beginning. I watched all those seasons over. Honestly. But I'm excited to see that. I found something called Clifton Hill that might be interesting to watch. And also something called The Floor. I don't know. I'm really looking for horror and mysteries right now. So hopefully I'll see what I can find on Hulu. I'm looking for bloody gory killing and just like um, really like irritating, horrible, insane... I just think that, dude, like, I probably shouldn't do this podcast while I'm laughing at a show. But I think that I really want to find more mysteries, more, like, horror shows. And what happened to American Horror Story? Like, it just stopped. 
And, like, I want to know why it stopped. Because they were doing such a great job with that. And then it just all of a sudden ended. Did it end because of the strike? Like, I already told you yesterday to turn off my werewolf show that I'm not happy about with that. I don't know. I do think that maybe that's coming back at some point, but we'll have to wait and see. Moving on from watching things, it's Tuesday. Is anybody going to watch NXT tonight? I didn't even look at WWE yesterday. Just the Monday shows are boring. Like, they're legitimately boring. I don't even know who's fighting tonight on NXT. We'll have to wait and we will have to see. Moving into food, burger bowls. So maybe to... So to make a burger bowl, you have, you know, to- turkey or burgers, burger meat. You cook that off, and then you add whatever you would add into your burger into the bowl. So clearly, if you're making a normal burger, you put the burger, the pickle, the tomato, the lettuce, the cheese, maybe the mayo, the ketchup, and the mustard, and you create a bowl out of it. You could chip up the tomato and the, the lettuce and everything and make it like a shredded salad. And I think you'd be very impressed with that. Italian meatball soup. So clearly you need to make a meatball. So you're going to get a muffin tray. You're going to get ground beef, ground turkey, and Italian sauces, preferably spicy. You're going to mix this all together. You're going to have to get eggs, and you're going to have to get um, baking soda. You're going to mix everything together. Uh, You are going to have to top this off with Parmesan. Put this into the center of the muffin trees. Put this in the oven and let it bake off for about 10 to 17 minutes. Also, use nonstick spray so it doesn't get stuck to the pan. Then you are going to start off the broth. Now, you can do this in a regular pan or you can do this in a slow cooker, whichever you want. Then you are going to add in your levels of flavors. Well, for the Italian meatball soup, you're going to first add in the meatball, then the olive oil, then the heavy cream, then the chicken stock, then the potato, uh, maybe even some um, like a Romano tomato. You're going to mix, add in some Italian seasoning. You can also add in some onion, you know, whatever flavorings you want to really get get the the Italian depth here. That's what we're looking for. Following that, carrot cucumber salad. It's just a mu- uh, it's just a mixture of chopped carrots and chopped cucumbers, and you can have that with olive oil or like an Italian dressing. Chicken parm soup. So basically, the same ingredients that you would use for chicken parm, you're putting this into a soup, which is olive oil, vegetable oil, or chicken stock, and you are putting this into a slow cooker 
or a pan and you're mixing it all together. This could be done within 45 minutes and I think you'll be very happy with the flavor. Cauliflower baked ziti. So the same way you would make ziti, you just remove the pasta and you add cauliflower. Mix the sauce and the cheese and everything that goes into the ziti. Put that in the oven. Let that bake off for any 35 minutes to 40 minutes. Take it out, chop it in pieces. You just made dinner or meal prep for a couple of days. Uh, finally, Italian drunken noodles. So clearly you need to find noodles that will hold the sauce well. And honestly, I think that you want to really build your sauce and make it extraordinary. The drunken noodles that are Italian need to give the feel that like it's it's very filling, but it's not overbearing. And I think you'll be very happy to end the podcast off. I want to bring up a point that Skip said to me yesterday. Why are you meal prepping for an entire week? Why would you want to eat the same thing every day? And he brought up a valid point to me because I don't want to eat the same thing every day. And the reason why I've struggled with meal prepping and meal preps is because I don't like eating the same thing every day. In some ways, it kind of freaks me out. And honestly, I want to get away from that. So honestly, I think that maybe meal prepping for two or three days a week is probably where I'm going to stick it. Have uh, having um, a variety of like tuna fish, turkey sandwiches and some sort of pasta or salad and have that be my meal prep. Like reusing leftovers from the night before and adding that in with a salad fairly simple than me trying to meal prep for seven hours on a Sunday and taking up all the time that I don't have available to meal prep with. So that, my friends, is the end of this Tuesday pod. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And I will see you tomorrow, same place, same time. Don't forget that you're a star wherever you are. And in the darkness, you are the light. And guess what? I see your light. You're radiant, extraordinary, incredible, and unstoppable. Continue to be the light. Together, you, me, us, all of us, everywhere, we are not only going to light up this world, but we are going to light up every planet, every galaxy, every galaxy upon galaxies until we light up infinity and beyond. We are the stars. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.